0: excited about season four, Stranger Things. They praise Abbott Elementary, Quinta Bronson certified hit, and they talk about the disaster that is Fantastic Beasts and the secrets of Dumbledore. we we'll see you talking about now, today, on Geek Force.
1: Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the marvelous G Squad of Ewing, Ray. And Marlon, welcome back, you guys, to a brand new episode. Welcome back to Ray after missing our I feel like
0: it was like
2: a three hour, a
1: three hour episode America last
0: week it <laughs> was
2: quite almost nearly one without Ray's as ma- magic as as the Batman movie I know the, <laughs> the fire the fire nation and the and the the, the, the air see what happens when Raymar tra- just, 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 just took it and ran I seem to find my way <laughs> into that happen. role
3: no matter where I go is keep people on time <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: it just takes one like deep ray sigh like, oh cool so we, we should probably move on right now <laughs> just like, ah. it's like, all right cool yeah. let next time kind of kind of yeah
1: <laughs> basically well welcome back we've missed you and we talked about a crazy amount of stuff mostly about dumbledore but yeah. yeah um how's everyone doing we have a lot to kind of dive into um I feel like it's been a minute since we have like our Marvel corner um in shows or movies. So like we're gonna kind of jump into Moon Knight and what it is so far. As you know, there is six episodes in total, and I think we there's been five out so far. It's this week the I think this week's the finale. No, right? I think
3: it's two more based on when we're I it's not. Not. four episodes. <laughs> two four. It's like two I hope more. it's not
2: the finale. <laughs> Oh, it's two it's more okay. episodes. I've lost count. If, Like I said, it's a huge. There's a lot to, to be done still. <laughs> I thought there was. I was like, it felt like it was coming to an
1: end. I was like, we're ending, right? You're no, close. two more episodes. Okay. So, how's everyone feeling so far? This is a different approach from everything else. It's different material. Mm. Um, it's a little bit edgier than most shows. Kind of.
0: I just feel right, quite honestly. I feel I, agree, I feel right when I was when I was like, I think Kevin Feige is overhyping the violence in this show, the way he was like, it's going to be like nothing we've ever done before. And I'm like, all right, Kevin, I don't think you're being serious. And then sure enough, the only thing that, that happens is people have their hands and blood goo. And that's pretty much it. You don't even see how it happens. You just see the blood goo. And it's like, oh, he's blood yeah. over his hands. That literally is not as violent as you said it was going to be. This is going to be like pure violence. And, and literally it's just people getting. Stabbed off camera, or large projectiles painted them to a wall off camera, or slices that just turn into someone falling over. So it's pretty much the exact same level of violence we got in Falcon Winter Soldier. So I just felt right being like, I think they're overhyping this. Like I think they're just trying to make it seem like it's going to be on par with the HBO um, uh, projects that they've done in the past, but we. They could never really commit to that. That's not what they can do. They can put it on their platform and show it, but as long as it's like associated with their company and not directly shot by their company.
1: That's the Disney side. I know that's definitely Mm -hmm. them because if it was just Marvel and Hulu, we would would have everything. But um, yeah, I agree. So far as the adult themes that we as fans were worried about, he was like, don't worry, we got you. Obviously was a lie. Um, how are you guys feeling so far as like the story and the characters?
3: I'm not super Still worried about that like, pacing. Intru- in- interested in this show. I feel like I've re- reached a point in episode three where I was just like, I'm only going to finish this so that I can talk about it with you guys. Like, I, d- I think I would have in my three episode. <laughs> in my three episode rule, I wasn't feeling it. It just, it's hard to understand where they're going with the story. Like Oscar Isaac is coming to work every day, but I, um, I definitely don't understand who wrote this and why, well, why, what, Is the plot and where is like that whole trial scene with the gods? I just like felt like a waste of time. Like, Mm -hmm. they like what they just they they had a conversation, no one, no one used any of their god energy to. Cross check and just see if this guy was saying anything truthfully. I think that was, I think that was episode three, if I remember correctly. And that was, that was right. a, one of the scenes where I was just like, yeah, okay, is, yeah. I'm not, I don't understand what's happening in this show anymore. And it's just not like, there's just, that whole scene just felt like a waste of time. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to finish it at this point. But it's, then, the episode four's ending was just like, where are we? What is what is happening? Why are we in entirely different scenery now? Why I, I don't even know if I care anymore. It just doesn't feel like it has any of the uh, of the care that some of the better Marvel shows have, and it just feels like I like we have. This is just they wanted to do something with Moonlight's property, and they put some money out here and called a Oscar Isaac to do a good job, and he's been doing fine. He's been working the hardest out of everybody, but he's he. It is only the Oscar Isaac show. I, Ethan Hawke is every time he's on screen, he's just very bland and monotone too. So I don't know what to. I don't know
0: how else to describe this. I'm not a fan.
2: He is a cult exactly. leader after all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it sounds like they wrote this show with every intention of like there being a twist. So they're writing it like there's a twist. So it's writing it without giving you a reason to watch the next I was like no, no no keep watching because it's going to be a twist so you got to keep watching and we're writing to allude to a twist and by writing that way you're just you're only trying to keep someone stuck in your show you're not trying to give them anything you're like great the payoff is episode six which kind of sucks when you're writing are so like great you're waiting for the last episode to drop and that's going to make all of this worth it And that probably isn't the best mindset to make a show with. Like, cool, Like, you should give someone a reason to watch each episode, something that has a payoff to it. Um, And I guess it's not the most easy character to do a show on because, I mean, you kind of wrote yourself in a corner with a character who has, like, three to four different personalities that you now have to do a six-episode series about, and you have to bring in the pantheon as well. This seemed like this might have been too big... Of a project for them to commit to six episodes for, especially if they weren't even going to take the time to explain it enough. And I think, like, like Ray, really like you said, I mean, that comes into scenes like the scene where we get to see the Egyptian pantheon. Uh, and it's just mostly clerical work. It's mostly be like, it's mostly a bureaucratic meeting that sucks any of the majesty and wonder out of characters who are the Egyptian deity avatars? Which that, that that should be a big scene. That should be a highlighted episode of like, oh, that was such a cool episode where we got a chance to see like the breadth and scope of this big brother-esque power who's going to keep Conchu in control. Yet it's mostly just like, cool, we called a meeting. You can't do that. And if you do do that, we're going to put you on timeout. And that was the whole meeting is like, cool, like we didn't get to see any flexing. We, we didn't even get to see them use any of their on, omnipotence. And if you're gonna make this be a show about how the gods are, aren't as tuned in to things, then at least make Arthur Harrow's character a bit more tricky and not just, I'm just gonna lie, and that's it. And they won't check me. At least have there be other layers. Even though no. I'm gonna show up and be like, no, of course I'm not doing that. He's crazy. He's crazy. (laughs) Don't you see how crazy (laughs) he is? Everyone's like, everyone's like, you know what? That checks out guy who we know that the deity left you somewhere you might have. I don't know, some kind of uh, feelings about him kicking you out. Like, no, we're just going to go ahead and be like, we believe this guy. We have no reason to believe him. But because he doesn't like the guy that we also all don't like, we're going to go with it. At least have better writing. I think the show is suffering from bad writing and suffering from writing that is leading to one payoff. And that's the end of the show. Bad choreography.
1: I'm so glad you say that because,
0: Yeah. Mm. Oh, ahead, no, man. it's
3: fine. I just wanted, I'm just adding that to everything is, all the fight scenes are dark. There's, it's all cut up. It, it's just, that's not any good either. Uh, it's just sadness. Cat. I I,
1: I, I'm glad Marlon mentioned the writing because like, I think like if there was just like, if you watch the show on mute is one of the most beautifully shot like as far as taking advantage of the location and the atmosphere and just the culture, it's really pretty because they did shoot over there. But like if you turn the sound on and they're talking, I'm like, what is like I, I'm, I get as I'm trying to understand from people who don't know Moonlight at all. And it's a huge like series. It's a lot of characters, it's a lot of backstory. And for them to nail it in six episodes is virtually impossible And that's why i feel like they literally needed oscar isaac because he's a great actor and um he he literally it could be the worst movie ever like like the best example is with is the x-men apocalypse movie like i hate that movie so much but when he came on the scene i was like oh that's oscar isaac nice this movie sucks but oh there's oscar isaac like that's, he just has that charm, and I think that's mm-hmm. why he got hired. Like, he took a horrible scene and made it interesting for two seconds. We ha- we need him. So I feel like knowing He's that committed. they had him in mind, they can literally just write the most lukewarm story ever. And it's just super convoluted. Because what, what, what's the theme of, like, what is the main idea of this episode is we're trying to stop this other god from appearing. And it's like, it turns into something else because it's like, Like what Marlon said, it's like they're building towards a big reveal or twist that you have to stick around to see. And it's like, it's a one almost long filler. Like it's filler. Mm -hmm. that's just span out five to six episodes. And yeah, you get really cool scenes of um,
0: turning back the night sky to 18,000 BC.
1: But like, that was a scene like that was the most gift scene I've seen on social media for the whole week. Like, I, I like, I was like, okay, and everybody was using it for like memes and stuff. I love it. But Doctor like, Strange pose, right? And it's like, but like, what's really going on here? Are we trying to stop this white man from basically getting this Egyptian deity to come so that she can just basically do a Thanos thing? Like, that's what I'm getting, and I don't even know if that's right. And I agree with the Egyptian gods because. I'm like, first of all, y'all are Egyptian gods. Y'all have so much flex. And they literally did it like a Zoom meeting on a Monday morning. And I hate that. Like, it had the same energy. And the fact that they were just such haters of Khonshu. Like, it, it, it was just like, oh, Khonshu saying that? Oh, we're never going to believe him. We're going to believe this Arthur Haro, Which I feel like, again... Ethan Hawke is very unseasoned to me. If it had like a Jeremy Irons in that role, man, he would have been so sneaky and snaky in his response. I would have been like, damn, I almost believed him too. And I hate him, you know, but that's Jeremy Irons. He gives that oomph to characters where you want a villain where you hate them, but you love that you hate them. And I feel like Ethan Hawke is just so bland in every scene. And he just has that same voice. Like he's talking to you like a, Contesting therapist, I hate it so much, and that's why I hate him because I hate how he sounds and just looks. And I'm just like, I shouldn't do that. It's just, of
0: course, how, you should. He's a villain. This,
1: right, but it's just the script that's written, <laughs> and him being like, oh, I have to play this character. And I'm just mm. like, Ethan though you're so much better than that. Like, you're a great actor. Why, why, why they got you doing this and that, you know? Mm. And so he just becomes this annoying obstacle. And the whole show, like that whole, I don't know if you guys saw the latest episode, but him, that him and that Layla scene, I was like, how do I want to get through these next two episodes? Like this, this show is testing me. They literally have a whole conversation between a whole chasm and he's all like your father and this and that type talk. And I'm like, why are we talking after she almost died? Like from a, from a zombie fight. Mummy Monster, which it's it's all
0: about. I think it's all about the reveal. Every episode has been about some twist or some reveal, but it it isn't a bigger enough twist or reveal to push the plot (laughs) in the way they want it to. Like, if we think back to another Disney Plus show, for instance, Falcon of Winter Soldier, the whole premise and idea of that show is can a black man ever feel comfortable taking up the mantle of Captain America and are in the themes of patriotism? And so with each episode, they took a piece of that main idea and addressed it within each episode leading up to a final episode. Yes, if felt rushed in the end, but they at least had the forethought to have smaller moments build on to this bigger moment that they were leading up to so that they all kind of have this very, you know, this, this, this payoff with this show. We don't really know what it reaching we're reaching. We don't really know, like, are they? Tra- is this a redemption story? Is this a story introducing a character? And if so, what do we need to get from this character? What's the why? Why do we need Moon Knight? What's the reason for this character being introduced? And we're not really getting anything of substance within each episode what we're getting is really cool uh moments of cgi or really cool moments of like wide nature shots of them shooting on set which is fine and everything but we're not getting anything out of it what we're going to wind up as having one season of moon night and just not care anymore because we, so we don't exciting. have a reason to care we the show yes is interesting but does isn't really add anything we don't really get like is this, this this is his introduction into the mcu if so why what what's the importance here is it are we doing this because we need to have some additional example of uh of the gods being bad at their job which leads into the thor uh movie about gore the god slayer like are we like if the if the point is talking about other deities being bad at their job then we need to have more than just that one scene of the Pantheon. This show could have been a lot better if with each episode we get this kind of conniving and this backstabbing with the Pantheon to at least show us why and how they're being fooled. What other magic or what other trinket is preventing their eyes from seeing the truth? And we could have got that buildup in the backstory, which then brings in this Pantheon, which then brings in Kanchu trying to find ways to bureaucratically get them on the side as opposed to just doing it in one whole episode Episode and, we're, and it feels rushed. There really wasn't a lot of—I uh, mean, I'm sure there was thought, but it doesn't seem like there's an intentional thought of this character. And I'm worried that we're going to get to episode six, and it's probably going to be nice. But is it going to be nice enough for us to adopt this character into this into this whole MCU thing? And my worry is that it won't be. My worry is that we're going to get to the end of it; it'll be over, and then Moon Knight season two kind of sits on the shelf. Oscar Isaac goes back to doing his own thing and we just have one season of Moon out that just didn't go anywhere.
1: <sighs> so sad. I feel bad for
0: Oscar Isaac because
1: he's acting his ass off in every episode. I just that's the only reason I'm watching, literally. And this in-night Shyamalan of a writing. Like,
0: we trying. I don't trying. know where we're going. I mean this this last episode was interesting. I mean, uh, Remy, did you see the last episode? I I disagree okay. with you. It was interesting yes. in the way they designed it. In the last twenty minutes or so,
2: it gave it's, me Legion vibes. Honestly, it did.
1: It's going into a certain storyline in the comics that I kind of remember, and it was giving me uh, Thor vibes. the The Thor arc where he was in a mental institution. He kept saying, "I'm." you know, I'm the leader of Ashgard, and they were like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Um, it was giving me those vibes, but then, like, I had to look mm-hmm. up who that deity was in the end to understand, what oh, the hell are I we doing. doing? And then it's like, Looks I looked it up, and I'm like,
0: and then we could probably do right. more.
1: Okay, no, so I said I, yes. I but yeah, I was just like, I still don't know what we're doing. I still don't know where we're going. Like, they're like, ha-ha! Stuff! And I'm like, but what do we do with this stuff? Like, what does this connect to connect or prepare us for the future? Like I still feel like I'm stuck on episode one mentally, even though there's been four episodes. <laughs> um, It's just, I know people try really hard. And again, I can't say, I don't know. It's kind of a little on the writers, but I feel like it's a lot on the Disney side too, because it's their platform and they're going to, again, as we talked about in the past, they like to control uh, like, vision control or image control. And so I feel like, yeah, this is for the older audience, but we're going to make it not even PG-13. They made it PG. This, all this, they don't even cuss. And I'm just like, it's very PG. And we are still, we're still confused about what's going on. And I'm just, I don't know. The, ne- the, the interesting thing is, like, the next Disney or marvel tv shows coming out i i know that are going to be more family friendly but this just feels like this could have been a hulu project and i think it would have succeeded like it could be in the realm of legion of how it was created and it can really just it would have shined it would have shown it would have been like the number one hulu episode or number one hulu show but because it's a marvel thing and you know we have to try to stale and it's just i don't know i i don't like how i love that we're in the era of comic book superheroes on tv but i hate that it's being regulated so much that we're losing we're starting to lose more of that original that creativity that we really love that we saw in the past marvel shows and um movies that we love and i, I feel like we're getting to the yeah, there's more comic book stuff, but it's not reaching to its full potential because, you know, we have to control an image. And I'm like, then what's the point? So if Moon Knight ends and we're not going to have a season two, like, what was the point?
2: I just, I don't like that. I I doubt they're going to cancel it. Honestly, I don't think they would. I think Feige VE is not. very invested in it based on his comments that Marlon talked about to, to a great extent earlier. Uh, I, I feel like they're, they're invested, especially because Oscar Isaac. I think they're gonna like they're don't gonna mistreat to, this
1: man. This is his They'll probably dig time, their way
2: out of whatever plot holes or issues they've created for themselves at some point like, if they do do season you two. Put
1: him as apocalypse, then you put him as Poe, and I, like don't mistreat this man. He three times he's out. Like don't do that. He's going to be. Like, I'm never working with you guys again. I'm going to be like no. Like this man is amazing. I just this honor you Disney. <laughs> That's all I gotta so say. Dishonor
2: on you. Dishonor <laughs> on your agent. Right. On Kevin Feige. This was during.
1: Was this during the era of that Bob? Do I feel like it was? I feel like it was. I'm blaming him. It's his fault. I I know he's kicked out and all, but I blame him. Um, it's Bob's I mean, fault.
3: Disney's probably very fine with you blaming him, because um, it's probably not his fault, and uh, it just <laughs> gets them off the hook to so keep going. <laughs> um, yeah, I I
1: <laughs> like. I need a person. I feel like.
3: Uh, uh these. This is a sign that Disney Plus is gonna keep moving downhill, except for like the rare occasion. Um, they started kind. They started. They started stronger, but it just worries me for Miss Marvel at this point too. Because then we get into a couple of them in a row Definitely. that um, I'm just not like. Uh, Hawkeye was fine, but I had a lot of problems with Hawkeye. Moon Knight is not great and. Like, is Miss Marvel going to get be any better? I, I feel like no, but maybe they finally get to that one right. Or am I waiting till Loki season two to get something done right again? We'll find out.
1: Ooh. We'll have to find out eventually. Uh, uh, but again, yeah, I'm just concerned of like when a good thing has its end and now it's just the standard mediocracy and I'm like I'm gonna have to say goodbye to you Disney Plus because it's I don't know. It's not the best. I'll just watch Marvel movies back in theaters since that's a thing now. Like that's but what what about Star Wars? What about Obi-Wan? Well that's true. We do have our Star Wars thing and that is actually our next big show coming up next month. And maybe it will just just make us forget about Moon Knight. But again, it's like that's one thing Disney Plus does well is that Star Wars TV shows. I will say they do pretty good on them. They're pretty have more thought in them. But at the same time, it's like once that's over, then it's like why do I have why do I have why do I need Disney Plus until whatever movie comes out or whatever? And then it's like it started to feel like that. But on that note, we're still continuing down the subscription app or streaming app thing. Um, here at Keekforce, we talked about Bright, which was a 2017 film starring Will Smith back in the day. Uh, we talked about that movie and we talked about its little animated film as well like i feel like we've we talked about the series so much and how much it's just it was so wrong and how it wanted to be so great and how they were like we're not going to stop making films for our series because we're we're dead ass serious about bright <laughs> but because of as you know of the unfortunate series of or the unfortunate event of Slapgate at the oscars and how hollywood is trying to uh punish will smith uh that, you know, he started to lose his deals and endorsements. Um, Like with Dizzy Plus, he does the National Geographic thing. They're pushing that. It was supposed to start now, but they're pushing that back to the fall. Yeah, other things that were lined up, people are like, eh, we're gonna delay it or get rid of it. Netflix again, had a deal for a sequel for Bright, which I remember me and Marlon were very like, why? And they're canceling it. So it's like, I, I mean, I don't know how Smoke feels about that but I just, as an anti-fan this is a good thing, you guys like, this is the silver lining that we needed in this mess because the the storyline and the stories of Brights and just like, I'm sorry there was just so much racism and people were just like, this is a great story, I'm like how where do you see that? Um, but it's gone and that's great and all but I am concerned about what is going to take its place since mm-hmm. it's
0: being canceled I mean uh, I feel like this is uh, a just reward for being subjected to every op-ed article (laughs) from every white woman about how traumatizing the slap was (laughs) I think this is this is a just reward (laughs) for me being able to read through all that this is finally getting some good news (laughs) oh thank god at least I went through that but at least I get no bright tune out of this that that to me feels worth it um (laughs) I'm glad it's gone. Um, and I hope it burns in hell. Um, <laughs> it's- wow. It's hell. It was so it's, terrible. It burns I- <laughs> <laughs> in hell. Uh, yeah, no. It- I think we, we've already gone like to infinity and beyond on how juvenile of a script this was. Uh, how this sounds like. A white person taking a black history class for the first time and being like, racism is just like D D, and then just going with it. And then <laughs> having the teacher be like, you didn't get anything I fucking just said to you. You fully took what I told you and just fully applied it to your own sub-actualization and just stripped everything away from what it means to be a minority. All right, person. Well, yeah, I am glad it's gone. Um, it's the worst <laughs> amalgamation of ideas I've ever seen. Uh, and Will Smith has bigger things to worry about than this lukewarm film, because I'm sure we would have gotten some more fairy lives matter merch or some other (laughs) going
1: back to south central to fight more goblins or something some
0: orcs live matter I'm sure they would have had like some equivalent of like (laughs) a a Trayvon Martin orc like it would have just gotten worse it would have just gotten worse oh my gosh I can fully see them having a scene of like orcs are 13 times more likely to get stopped and frisked than any other species and it's like can y'all stop Can y'all just stop? People (laughs) exist who are affected by stopping the first. You don't have to equate it to D&D creators. You can just say racism exists and we can go from there. We didn't have to, like, do a Monopoly-esque variety pack on racism. Like, cool, it's Monopoly, but it's Star Trek. Oh, cool, it's Monopoly, but it's uh, mantra zing. Cool, it's racism, but it's d d We didn't need that. And um, mm. I'm glad it's gone. And uh, I I hope that whoever wrote that script um, personally feels bad. And um, I hope that everywhere they go, uh, people know that, that they wrote the bright script and they just remind them how terrible of a writer they are and i hope that they always get paper clips whenever they write new scripts
1: they sneeze on them wow that's that's, that's, a that's nope. intense Marlon said exactly how i feel
3: I hope every time they pick like, up a sorry, piece of paper, they bit. get a paper cut. I hope every time yeah. <laughs> they they bite down on <laughs> a piece of popcorn, they just get it gets stuck in their teeth.
0: Uh, <laughs> exactly. I hope I hope every soda they drink has already been shaken up. <laughs> what's that? What's that? Uh, right. what's that chance to Chance her rapper lyric? He <laughs> just goes on a tangent on like, I yeah, hope you, like you get a paper cut on your tongue. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I feel the same. That does not feel good. Kind of weird. Oh god. Oh. That was such a petty verse from him, just being like, "I hope, I hope you're never happy. I hope you're never happy. I hope you always work on Fridays at a Friday that's always open on Fridays. <laughs> 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 I hope it's always busy."
1: Oh my god! Oh my that's gosh, how I feel about yes. That. No, I feel that. I feel like that was whatever this whole thing is. Regardless of that, I feel like that was that was a good thing and. He said, "Save the world again." Will's Will's actions again save the world, even when
0: it's, even I mean that's just one of his <laughs> project. He has a whole other slavery project that I'm sure is, is just paused.
1: Why? Well, I hope that's Wait, maybe that's where? next. He has a
0: he, he has, a, he has a, a slavery project coming out. I think he's going to be one of the slaves. He's really swinging Why? for these these Oscar films. His next one, he's playing like
2: Why are we... he can't get he, he can't even go to the you
0: He can't go, which I feel like again is a again that's a reward. You mean? That's a reward too. A, do Did you know you watch how long your Oscars are? He's like, cool. You right. can't ever come to our four hour event and have to get right. dressed up and sit <laughs> around on camera. You can't come to that. Or the really cool after party where you have to stand around for paparazzi and go answer questions for another hour. That's not you just for get nominated. you. It's like, oh then- no, I don't have to mm-hmm. do all that? Mm-hmm. Oh, shucks. I really wanted to.
1: Right. And then he had said, the real punishment. The real punishment should have been he should have hosted next year's Oscars because that's when everybody will be very uh judgmental of how you hosted and pick it like pick at everything you did wrong and everything. That would have been the ultimate that punishment been, if he had to do that for the next ten years. That that's hell. Just thinking about that that's hell. But no, I feel better. like again
0: we got a he secretly
1: won because he doesn't have to deal with that no more. And I think that's. Not bad, but that's Hollywood. I mean, it's just the it's just
0: the it's it's just the academy showing you how out of touch they continuously are to where they're like, oh, this is going to hurt them. This is really going to make them sad (laughs) for 10 years. You can't come to our party. And it's like, oh, my God, thank you. I don't want to go to your party. I only had to go because I was in films that were being nominated and I had to be there. Whether I was nominated for a a, a feature or not, I just had to be there with the rest of the cast and crew. But I have an excuse for the next 10 years why I don't have to go. Oh, thank you. I, oh, and yes. I can still get nominated for and win awards. And win. And I can still get the swag bags that come to these events. that just get mailed to mm-hmm. me directly. Yes, that's literally the best. That's like, great. You mean I get to work from home?
1: I wanted to great. See face I'll take he, that. She was told this. Like, oh my gosh.
0: Uh, this is horrible. I mean, that's I'm, literally the equivalent of being a, told like, great, punishment. you were so bad at the office Christmas party. You have to work from home from now on. That's that's literally (laughs) the equivalent of that Being like, you can't come to the office And do your work in the corner Next to Janet and her tuna fish sandwich Every other Tuesday You (laughs) have to work from home And it's like, oh no Work from home, whatever will I do
3: (laughs) Whiskey business time
0: (laughs) Exactly (laughs)
2: Yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) ever. Anyway um, I'm ever. gonna slap Toby at the Christmas party every ten years, so I don't have to go to the office. Apparently, it's like,
1: oh, it's that time again. I gotta go to this party. slap ah, him.
0: Ah, Let me go back to working from home again.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, that was that was pretty sweet. But on the subject of Netflix, Netflix has been doing a lot lately, as far as good things and bad things. Um, we're gonna talk about some of the stuff that's been in the news about netflix so uh netflix little company um quarter thing came out and they realized over 200k subscribers left in the first quarter of 2020 2022 which is and on top of that their stock dropped about 35 percent and in their letter to the shareholders Netflix. Well, it puts part of the blame for the falling numbers for people sharing their passwords with non-paying viewers. So, and again, that was a whole article about a month ago of how Netflix was mostly trying out this new thing, targeted international users and cracking down on people who were sharing their passwords to people who were not in the household and trying to just, you know, try to make sure their money is not being played with basically. But Um, you know, people were worried like, oh my gosh, this is going to spread to America. Like, you know, there's so many people who don't have Netflix but then they're like, I want to share with my friend who wants to just watch this one show when it, you know, when the new season comes out, but they don't want to pay. Like, I understand that but like, Netflix is like, no, we're not going to do that. Like, we, 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 everybody should be paying. So that's in turn made a lot of people leave and on top of that, more people are going to leave on top of that and because of that, Um, Netflix is putting the hole on a lot of their original content like their animation deals their original TV shows and movies and stuff because they're realizing all this money that they've been making, it's really hard to basically keep up the pace at like HBO or uh, like Showtime because those companies have been doing this since the 90s. They've always had a bigger budget in producing original content that's, you know, eventually being put in the awards category for Oscars and whatever. Netflix has been like growing rapidly and they've been, um, you know, taking award seasons by the storm. A lot of their content they put like so much money, millions and millions and millions because they're getting A-star or A-list stars to be starring in these movies. Like I, I think like The Power of the Dog that was on Netflix that was nominated for an Oscar. I don't I don't know how much money it took to, to make that movie, but Netflix was the backer. And so for them to maintain this, we're more than just a streaming service, we're a whole company. You know, they're trying to be like Amazon. They're realizing we have to do things to make sure we get all our money so that we can be number one. And they're realizing it's not looking good, especially since they are constantly raising prices, um, some people feel like the content isn't all that great. As you know, Marlon is our expert in that Net- Netflix dumpster, and he's finding all these gems that he shares with us every week. And I mean, it's guilty pleasure, but it's like when you're paying like almost under $20 a month, maybe more for this, where you can probably get this on YouTube, it's like, does not really add up? Every once in a while, you're getting a pretty great movie or a show, but then that's it. So people are just feeling like, what's the point of Netflix? Especially if I'm going to be... Criminalized for sharing my password, and so Netflix is not in a good spot right now. What are you guys' thoughts on this? Um, Well,
0: I think there is some truth to a lot of the a a lot of the money they're putting into shows. Like, uh, I know that for the Power of Dog, they had a budget around like I think thirty-five to thirty-nine million um, was the budget. A lot of money. Uh, And I think worldwide, they made back around like $271,000. So I know that that's a surprising dip. And it's also important to know that while they were out here doing the streaming wars, a, a whole other stream won Movie of the Year. Apple won Movie of the Year for Coda. And they came out the gate relatively uh, new. After. Like they came out yeah. after Netflix had been a holding down the game. And they, and like Netflix has been trying to net the movie of the year with Roma with, I think uh, the uh, the movie, the last show was like Hank, something like that. So they've been trying to net uh, the Oscar for best picture and for Apple TV to swoop in after Netflix has been like, throwing out all these movies and get that title of like, we're the best film. Uh, That definitely puts a lot of eyes on netflix especially if you're a shareholder like great y'all been putting a lot of money into these movies with these big a-list celebrities we haven't gotten an oscar i mean we've definitely got some wins along the circuit which are still wins but of course you want to have this oscar win to kind of hold it up look we won an oscar this is like a big deal for us so it was surprising to see that you know this comes up fruitless so to say um and i think with the the password thing what they're going to eventually ro- roll out doing is adding uh an additional i think uh two dollars if they find out that people are sharing a password and i think according to like uh cnbc they're going to be aiming for the egregious password sharer so like people who have like 15 people in their account are probably going to start first and then they're going to trickle down to like other smaller groups, but they're still trying to figure out just what criteria are they looking to hit someone with a fee? If it's one person, another person, and they live within the same zip code, is that the same as like three people who live in three different zip codes? So the definitely is like, going to be a yeah. much bigger discussion around how are we going to charge people? And if so, how are we going to utilize this updated language on our system? I mean, even now, they're going to add another price rank where you can Pay less, but now you have a Hulu thing where you're going to have uh, commercials on Netflix now. Commercials, in yeah. Order that's for what them I was going to like, say. Great, like we mm-hmm. are, we're going to introduce this Hulu thing because people pay for this Hulu subscription that's cheaper, and they'll deal with commercials. So maybe we need to also bring in commercials now, even though that we've been historically. Anti-commercial. Have you even made commercials in the past about how like Netflix has no commercials? Join Netflix. You know, and also, it's important that Netflix, at a certain point in time, uh, is very aware of password sharing. I mean, they were even on Twitter in like in 2017 saying that love is sharing a password. Uh, so they're pretty <laughs> much aware that people share Netflix passwords. But now that it's down the line, and this whole like buckshot <laughs> method yeah. they've been doing of just like writing blank checks to people to just like dry up traffic numbers they're realizing that that is no longer financially smart or viable uh, so my wondering is are they going to now reduce the amount of projects they just dump money into and focus less on quantity and more on quality and i don't think we're going to see them do that i think they benefit from the quantity of shows versus quality because when they focus on quality they get A couple of ticks and they want continuous ticks so i think they're gonna squeeze dives if they can they're gonna cut animation studio funds they're gonna cut uh, (laughs) um most likely i think they're gonna be cutting some of their true crime documentary funds and they're gonna mm. just be focused more on I know right that's, and they're gonna focus more so, so on areas <laughs> that seem to that drive shit? traffic Everybody so they're gonna that. focus
1: that's like their comfort right before bed so
0: they're gonna <laughs> focus so on stupid. the reality TV show shows that have been driving <laughs> oh, up numbers so they're gonna focus on that more <laughs> I don't
2: exactly. watch exactly <laughs> they're gonna Marlin focus loves.
0: on the uh, <laughs> high quality bingeable stranger things like properties um, finding Fighting their the next big series, um, yeah. seeing If it's going to stick or now, they're going to still drive towards that. And they're most likely going to still be driving towards this cinematic universe they have with the Millerverse to see if they can still do their kind of boys, their invincible adjacent as properties that are also superhero adjacent films on this property. They're going to try to like narrow down to those things, but it's going to be lose, lose until they realize that they're going to need to make a bigger overhaul, especially because you can get some pretty good service. At a much smaller rate at other places, but again, it's early for those places, so they might also come up to Netflix's level of like charging soon.
1: Unless you have certain services like your phone bill or whatever, and they pay it free. Like I know, like AT and T, and so they pay your HBO Max. Sounds like cable. And it's like. HBO, yeah, right. And so HBO Max, <laughs> I say that because HBO Max You're is one full of the circle. best, <laughs> right? right, right. And, and that's where we're heading too. We're heading towards there. Um, another thing, what's going on with Netflix is uh, they they had a lot of content that other companies produce, and now these companies have basically produced their own streaming app, and they're taking back their original content. So that's another reason why Netflix was trying to head towards original content. And following the footsteps of like Amazon and 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 HBO and even Apple because a lot of the content they had were like from NBC, ABC, Fox, like all that. But now all those have their own streaming app or they put it on another place where they're like, we don't need Netflix. Like I'm like they the you know it went downhill for me. It Netflix went downhill with this type of stuff when they took the office off Netflix, and I was just like, what.
2: In and the then beginning Peacock came out. of the fall. Amy
1: <laughs> remembers. And it's like, I swear, Netflix went downhill from there because, yeah, Netflix has really great new stuff. But another reason why we love Netflix is because it just had content of feel good things, of wholesome things, like whether it was animation stuff or just comedy TV or like how we, you just mentioned, like the crime thing. Like, Netflix has a huge true crimes documentary. Uh, category, and all my friends watch that stuff before they go to bed, I don't, but they do and so for them to be like, we're gonna have to cut money, I'm like, you're, that's how you're losing subscribers, like, they're gonna go somewhere else to find that, unless there's a true crime documentary streaming (laughs) app that I don't know about yet, um, so it's just really interesting to see like netflix is being hit from all sides again they went through i'm not saying a similar period but i remember a few years back they went through a period where they were losing two million subscribers and then they bounced back Mm -hmm. but to see this i i mean do you guys think they're going to bounce back from this they're going to get better they're learning their lesson or do you think it's going to be a hot minute before that happens this reminds
0: me of that quote from attack on titan um, oh my gosh! Where or no, here, here we out. Where Hanji had just like captured the two uh, po- police and had like beaten them up and had tortured them, and and the guy looked at it and he was like, "What you've done to me is gonna come full circle back to you, and you're gonna be in my place eventually." If you remember, Netflix was the death of blockbuster. They were the death of every. Like they were okay. riding high. People put as many of their projects on their platform to stay afloat. And then <laughs> Netflix is now currently in a situation where people are now doing their own streaming and their own personal properties. And they're out here like, hey, but but what about us? We were the ones who were doing this. We were the first one. like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's our turn now. We're taking over. This is this is this is our. <laughs> we're we're winning the, the streaming wars. I'm Apple TV. <laughs> the Look the at me. Now. I'm the streaming service. I'm the streaming service now. Streaming <laughs> so, service now. I feel
2: like. Oh God, where's that meme? Where's that meme? I feel like that's I feel like that's what's happening oh, right
0: now. I feel like somewhere, uh, feel like somewhere Blockbuster video out in Colorado is like yeah <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> the
0: last one You're not Netflix is going to be the last Blockbuster, the blockbuster in Colorado. The Blockbuster
1: are so like. Mm. <laughs>
0: I'm glad I stuck around me, my sticky floors. We're forever. Uh,
2: <laughs> I, I, I think the biggest issue I I mean I have with Netflix is that they don't invest in properties that people actually like. And they end up canceling them. Mm-hmm. And that is what is is was like it's like you know it's like you're dating a, a person and they don't give back. You give every month and they say, Oh, here's the thing, but we're gonna actually you know, never mind, I'm taking it back from you. And it's like mm-hmm. I have trust issues now because you keep canceling my shit. Yeah. I don't want to pay for the shit no more.
0: Cancel Sabrina. That's for a no reason. That's right, what's
1: right. The problem. Twitter, especially Twitter, um, a lot of people are very vocal on that. Like when this Netflix stuff came out, they were like, We're not a surprise. We've been crying since all and they actually there's a list of all these shows that had that were really popular with so many fans online, but because they didn't reach the quota of the subscribers in netflix's eyes they cancel it just out of the blue and so people are still angry about it. like there's so many threads about this on twitter so people are looking at netflix like this is what you get like blockbuster the ghost of blockbuster is coming for your ass and it's time to clean up and you're gonna it's karma like you shouldn't have wronged us ghost and of getting rid of stuff that was really that you really invested in because for us rewind, we really bitch. loved it Right. (laughs) They really loved it, and then you're just going to cut it out because it didn't make you enough money. It didn't make you whatever. Like. Nah, get
3: I, back. I, I have two thoughts uh, one for a while now has just been poor Netflix like they have tried really hard to maintain their world and their their chair at the top of the at the top of the ladder and it has just been eked and eked and knocked down and like more and more and people are just like oh wait if we don't give you this power anymore you don't have it right and then they have just been real mm-hmm. sad like but 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 we weren't running the the, the world too wrong but uh they also remind me a lot of Fox. <laughs> like Fox has always been broadcast Fox has always been the network where we have some of the best shows that we that we remember forever. Fox Kids. Fox has made so many fantastic television shows, but they're also super notorious for canceling them way too early. And Netflix has also done that. And it's just really interesting that, yeah, I I don't know if that's – like, I guess in Netflix's case, you ride the wave until you can't anymore. Like, it's hard to be some of these things unless you're CBS somehow and you figure out how to, like, just ride on, like – your base and your like, you just stick hard to your CBS (laughs) base (laughs) and and you know, you know what that base wants and you just keep giving that base exactly what they want. And you'll just, you'll never be at the top, but like, you'll never be at the bottom either. So I, I don't know how to, I don't know what to say to Netflix. Okay. They have to find their niche right. in the middle there yeah. and remember who helped you a lot in some of these shows. Like oh, I, I'm glad Stranger Things <laughs> is still around. I'm glad some of these other things. You brought you this but, home. like, yeah, there's just things that, there's decisions they've made that are really strange that I don't,
0: mm-hmm. I don't know how. They have to
3: recollect. They have to reevaluate what is their priority if they're going to stick around. Uh, uh, that's just, mm-hmm. you have to have that. Transfer whatever it is. Uh,
1: I guess we'll see because it's it's just really hard because again I don't know about you guys but I've been subscribed to Netflix since yeah. you know the DVDs you had to mail them in and I feel like that when was a very cool. when, when you had a, a queue when you had a queue with a the little million moves. stuff. like back when I was Cinema. like what early college like that was a long time ago we're not oh, going to talk God. about <sighs> that but for me to be a <laughs> for that long and I'm just like. I feel like the only stuff I watch on Netflix, you know, yeah, it's the popular things like the Witcher and Bridgerton and Stranger Things. I love that. But I love, and you know, people say like there's nothing to watch beyond those things or the reality shows. And I'm just like, but you guys, it's like, you can cancel Netflix all you want, but it's like, if you look at what Netflix actually has, like they have a amazing international catalog i feel like they have like the best international catalog i've seen compared for to dramas not just for <laughs> k dramas they i mean they have an amazing anime and i was really excited for netflix getting more into anime because they're like where we're going to produce our own content which i think is really exciting but because of this fiasco it's being put in a hold so that kind of hurts my heart um but yeah korean dramas chinese dramas um if you're a big crime drama mystery, European drama. I love all my Swedish, German, British shows. They have that. And then since last year, Netflix has made a partnership with Nigerian um, TV shows and, and movies to produce more con- to more content to bring Nollywood to the American um, audience, which shirts. I am so ga- like, this is, this is the year <laughs> I got way more into Nigerian, which is why I was talking about it's young, rich so and African, because I was like, this is a whole world I didn't know you guys. And so I appreciate that Netflix is taking the time to, you know, they're doing their original movies to get the Oscars and they're doing their hit shows, they're doing their reality shows. But, like, their international catalog is amazing and I highly recommend looking into it. And I just, you know, I hope this doesn't affect that because it's really hard to find an app that you can watch any show in any of their native languages and just be like, Wow, this is something new. I like it's different, you know. If they're gonna get rid of that, then I'm I'm leaving Netflix because I was like, the other half I really that like that was a big selling point for me, um, on that. But I I mean I don't know. Netflix's gonna have to do a hail a hail mary because it's like it's not looking good out there. And knowing that, I feel like like how Ray said like CBS was smart. They had their CBS stuff, then they partnered with Paramount, which is a huge huge hollywood uh producer company so they have the whole backlog of like nickelodeon and bet and all the others channels on top of that and they can uh all the movies that are, are made by paramount they you get early access for free on the app like kind of almost like how hbo does it and i'm just like people be sleeping on paramount plus but like it's it's brilliant in how they do it and then they know they're basically like we said star trek like they know That and the fact that they're they've always had a sci fi thing about them, but they're really like they're really pushing it hard, and that's why I'm like, I thought I was gonna have to get rid of Paramount last year, but I they get better, they're learning and they're getting better. Peacock, they know that they have a lot of they're making a lot of original content that is similar to other like comedy that we are familiar with, or it deals with shows that are just fresh and new. And it's willing a lot of uh, people over, it, and then it has like the typical NBC stuff. So it's like that's an app that just knows to stay in their lane. So it's like if you look at these things, what is Netflix to them? Netflix is like the odd duck for some reason. It's interesting, and I maybe because I've been riding with Netflix for so long, I I just want them to succeed. But it's hard when they're kicking me in the face. Mm. So we shall see.
0: Time will tell where this
1: goes. Um. On, on on that, I kind of want to take this time to go back to <laughs> the shows on Hulu. But uh, Atlanta, like we haven't really talked about the shows so the episode so far, of what's happening. As you know, each episode is probably like if we had all the time in the world, we would probably make a Geek Force episode per episode. Because those episodes, like every <laughs> 30 minute episode is like, it's just so much to unpack. Um, but this episode I'm talking about was... What, this was episode three
0: um, um i think it was episode four
1: episode four um the big payback the big payback big payback um why i really wanted to talk about this episode is because it deals with the topic of reparations and especially in today's modern society where people are so hyped and sensitive and angry and confused and emotional over just just paying back or not only that but attributing to a tragedy that happened in american history and like actually talking about it and figuring out like some type of solution to make it right even though it, was, it would never be right uh versus how in our current timeline how there are people who are literally trying to get rid of school curriculum, erasing the truth of slavery, which I still think is wild. Um, and the whole critical race theory, like there, are, people are trying to delete that and not letting kids learn about the truth, which I think is crazy. I feel like that's another episode Donald Glover should try to write about. <laughs> but in this episode, basically is is a is an episode where uh um I forgot the guy's name, but it's a white man. He literally Trying to go to work, he finds out there is Justin
0: Bartha or a- Marshall Johnson.
1: I think his name is Justin. Well, now that you say his name, I was like, wait, I know that actor, so that's why he looked familiar. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: so he plays a guy um, named what's name
1: Percy Jackson?
0: Uh, I don't remember the Percy Jackson I feel like series. I think he's in Percy Jackson.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, he is. He is. You know, he goes to work. There has been talk on the radio, on NPR radio, at his job, that there's this program that came from basically uh, as a black employee at Tesla, which is very similar to real life. There was a black employee at Tesla who won a settlement, but not because he was mistreated in the workplace like a timeline. And their timeline is because he had traced that the big company people up in Tesla had owned his family members back in the slavery days. And so he was entitled into getting a huge settlement towards him for all the horrible misties that went towards his family. And so throughout this whole episode, there's a lot of just Caucasian people who are very stressed and upset in understanding if their ancestors ever owned slaves. Um, And when I say slaves, I meant mostly the African-American slaves in America, because there are times where you have, you have people that are like, we had slaves in and I think too, so I don't know why, you know, you don't see me get money and stuff. It's totally different. So I think this episode really illustrated that this could happen if it was like this, and what it would look like from their side and how, you know, people are like, oh, I'm going to find out if, if I was in the bad, or if I do find out, then it's like they go through like an installment plan. some of them have to go through a whole job change because their companies do not support and pay them if they if they if their family own slaves so it's like it was a it's a big big piece i feel like and i just wanted to take the time to talk more about it
0: um i mean this was this was a white horror moment this was like we had that first episode which was about like scary for black people like great this is gonna be an episode that's basically a horror f- are right, horror short for white people. Like, do you really know your ancestors that well? Should you have to look over your shoulder? Uh, do you have everything in your life that's been benefited from your position of power? Have you looked in it enough? Like, are you going to be caught lacking? And if so, it, it, it fully felt like it was like a tales from the cripple for white people of like, Oh, reparations. Oh, what's going to happen? You're going to lose your house. Reparations. You're <laughs> going to have an angry black woman with her, with her cell phone walking through your house, live streaming it. Oh, um, so it, it, it felt like very, It felt very over the top in the aspect of like, oh, this is gonna be like, we're we're gonna take this white fear of reparations and like crank it up to a 10 and make these black people like have a full cookout on your front lawn waiting to come find you and get their money and chase you across the parking lot and harass you and all these other things. And so I think, yeah, I think it was purely um, a shock episode to start the conversation. And like that, at some point, there was a discussion they had at the hotel where one of the guys was like, listen, let's be real here. Like, you don't ever have to think about how your position or your family's wealth have made it to where, you know, generationally, you all have been well off. Like, yeah, you probably had a cousin who was an asshole. But like, for the most part, if you're if you have folks in your family that like paid attention enough or that behaved enough, they didn't have to worry about housing. You know, and that comes from us having a leg up in this world. So I did love how in in the middle of this very uh, cartoonish way of discussing reparations and this man being hounded by these scary black people, they took a moment to be like, real talk, though, like, y'all benefit from a lot of it and and you don't even realize how much you've benefited from it. And you've been benefiting from it since forever. And every decision that has been made in the political scheme, yeah, you had no handle in, but it was all made Uh, to better support and protect you from things that people who look like them never had the protection from. So would it, would it be so harmful that you sacrifice, you know, one year of your financial life? to better support your future children by saying, hey, I paid for the sins of my grandfather uh, by paying reparations back so that you could live a life where you know that uh, the sins of our ancestors were somewhat paid for, somewhat addressed. So it was very interesting, but I do think that it was very over the top done in a way where I'm like, I think he's making fun of people even the names themselves, like, oh, listen, Shaniqua, I'll give you your money soon. It's like, all right, this is definitely right. a tongue-in-cheek like, episode where there's
1: "Shaniqua."
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. And I was like, I feel like this isn't supposed to be uh, like, as, as shady as it's coming off, but it is. But if I do look at it from the lens of like a white person, like, okay, this is supposed to elicit a response in a white audience. And like, oh, okay, that's yeah. what they're going for. They're going for like, we want you to feel a certain way. And here's how we're going to do it.
1: Yeah, um, I agree on that. It definitely that. And I feel like that was the most important scene was in the hotel where um, another white guy really breaks it down for him to kind of understand this is why, why it's happening. And it really illustrated to the main character, like, wow, it, it is true. Like the slavery, it it produced billions and billions of billions of dollars that certain families are still profiting today. And the fact that because of all that money, you know, they are just families that just never have to worry about the things. And that's why that's a big mindset in our country how, and how we view things because, you know, in the black community, it's like, there's a reason why we always have to overthink everything because, everything's not always okay when it comes to, you know, money or just making it in certain situations, you know, it's always been like, always be alert. Like we're taught this as children and for the other side to not even like, you know, walk in without a worry, like that's a thing. And I I did appreciate the scene where it's like, you know, you might not have personally done anything, but you're benefiting it now, even when you're thinking like, oh, my gosh, my wife left me. I'm not going to see my kid. I lost my job. He's going to be all right. He's going to be all right, you know, because of how the system is set up in our country. Um, it's 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 really wild to me that <laughs> I mean, like you said, it's very cartoonish and how it went about with the whole you know, people. I, I like. I appreciate how he took so many things that we read about every day, as far as like the Tesla settlement, of um, these, uh, the, um, the kind of like the ancestry DNA thing, but it's with a twist. Instead of finding out where you come from, you find it out if you own slaves. Like it's wild to me, um, and that would determine if you are owed like oh my gosh you have to pay three million dollars to this family because you know whatever um and i agree it's definitely a scary thing for white people to be like oh my gosh will we ever have to deal with that you know and so i mean i appreciate the episode it does frighten them and it gives them some thought and i don't know what's going to happen in our timeline for that but i appreciate that this was just an episode in general um and educating a a modern day take of why reparations is a thing why people get so mad about it and what it really means and what like what it really means for them you know and so I appreciated that episode but man it's it's not done Jordan Peele style but I appreciate Donald Glover stuff because I feel like Jordan Peele would have been a little bit scarier. Someone would have died. Like, I know one person died in this episode, but I feel like more people would have died if Jordan Peele had directed this episode. Any other thoughts? Um,
3: I feel like I had another one, but I've forgotten it at this point. Uh, entertaining. I like these little thought pieces he's doing um, episode by episode. Yeah, He's...
0: Uh, unless my thing isn't working. Yeah, It d- definitely gave me like Lovecraft Country vibes as well.
1: I was going to mention that sorry, too. It not, definitely sorry, gave me Lovecraft not Country Lovecraft too. Lovecraft Country,
0: uh, Watchmen vibes.
1: Yeah, where I, I mean, I would say both that was a huge because point in there. I would say both because Lovecraft Country, you know, it dived into the episode of Emmett Till and it it educated basically the white audiences of like what really went down and why we always keep talking about Emmett Till. Cause I feel like a lot of people don't actually like they hear the name, but they don't know the story. Not only they name the story, but they actually like win the detail of like the, how and why, like he was actually a character on the show. Um, and I, and like, I remember, I remember I did not like that episode, but like that scene, seen from like a, a, a non-black person's eye, it really did demonstrated the horror of how people's mindset was was and still is to this day and the the just the brutal violence that they would take a child because he's different and he has you know they're set to just kill and i was like yeah that's that's how life is like that's how it was and that's how it is like y'all need to understand that like this is why you know people would be like what's why is all about rape like this is why like this, this is this is where the actions lead to But you're right. It also reminds me of Watchmen, where uh, um, it was like a lot of everybody got the reparations, and people would be like, "Are you a reparations kid? Like you're well off because you know." And it's like, regardless of which show, it's like people still gonna be like poking, like fun, or call you out for taking the reparations, and it's like, well, like duh, like. only makes sense so Mm
0: -hmm. it's important to know that also that it isn't that the idea of reparations is a foreign idea in of itself i mean article two the article two fund in germany has been paying six hundred dollars a month to holocaust survivors they've paid about like almost five billion dollars now that they've been like consistently paying for so there is a system of government that's like great so we acknowledge that we absolutely fucked up uh and we also understand that no amount of money could be of you know no amount of money could could, could could undo what we've done but we're committed at least to acknowledging it by doing this monthly fund specifically to uh the survivors and the families of the survivors uh and like here's here's how we're going to do so so like germany has done it and they've been doing it for quite a long time so it does exist that they've been able to meet and discuss. And mind you, like that was a whole, like when they combined to be a centralized, you know, Germany, when it was like, after it got split, the huge part of them coming together was like, great. So y'all come together. You also need to acknowledge you owe money to a bunch of people. Like, so that needs to be step one when you come back into this fold. And so they were like, yeah, we'll do it. And they've been doing it. So it does exist. There's precedence for it being done in a very systematic way. Uh, and a lot of people are you know, suggesting that it could just be the size of, or, or, or it's just like, hey, there are just there are people who are d- descended from Africans all over the place, and so like, what one country, and <laughs> it's going to be more than one country. One. <laughs> who's going to be the centralized government around? Like, great, uh, Spain, you haven't paid yet, or like, hey, Spain, you need a, a you need a, a bigger endowment, you know. So there is this whole issue of like. Who's going to lead the coalition of, like, running through all these governments who have benefited from the labor and then calculating how much to give to people and in what form? So they have that benefit to where one country has been solely identified as the aggressor so that everyone says, great, your responsibility, you pay up versus the transatlantic slave chair where it's like, so a <laughs> lot of y'all had your hands in the pot. Um, how oh, are we no. going to talk about dividing up these sums is it going to be is spain paying all of it or is spain painting paying the first big of installment and then the uk pays the, UK, the second and yeah. third installment <laughs> and then we throw in i don't know the portuguese at some point the dutch have to come in there too the Italians, uh, france you also got to get in there i know you didn't dip too hard into it but you were also very much into it so like there is this whole other issue of reparations that is a lot more complicated, and I think that's where the benefit of it being slow to get traction has come from, to where folks in America are like, great, let's just focus on America paying us back, uh, because we live here. Let's talk about that, but we also know that we live uh, in, a, in a country where, uh, <laughs> where the best thing people want us to do is just take our Juneteenth holiday and um, have <laughs> a cookout and, and just forget all about it.
1: And are we even, like, that's a whole discussion we itself. Gave it's y'all like, a are holiday. we even benefiting Can from that? Can you stop?
0: We gave you a holiday and t-shirts, right. okay?
1: Like, we we Like, I know my job made it a big deal, because it's like, we're going to get a three-day holiday this week. The, we have we a June a Starbucks coffee weekend. day Okay, I was like, this is a thing. <laughs> a Juneteenth weekend. I've never heard this words in my life, and it's a thing now, and it just feels weird,
0: you know? You get the whole month um, of February. Y'all need to calm down, okay? We got, they got, the, we they got the best month. <laughs> We gave y'all Martin Luther King Day and Juneteenth and Starbucks had a whole week where your favorite barista Stop. talked to you about slavery. Your favorite <laughs> <then>, barista <laughs> Kyle so, talked no, to you about right, Martin and <laughs>
1: Fortnite and MLK. That's true. That
2: whole month. Oh that, god, that's not that's not real <laughs> that.
0: That was horrible. Oreo, I don't want to remember that. Oreo even made oh the god. all chocolate Oreo in solidarity for the Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> and then
1: that 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 that's
0: so weird. They made a
1: whole <laughs> Black History line with African colors on the bottles and stuff, mm-hmm. and was like. Black History Month. Like you know, invest your dollar here. The dollars aren't really this going is, to black graders, is, but okay. This is
3: all another reason why I don't see why we haven't just done reparations already because y'all don't like trying this because yes. like you, like, you don't like doing all of this like <laughs> things and making these things to this world and giving holidays. If y'all just finally did reparations and just paid everybody money, you could be like and oh, we're never going to talk about this again and I'd Bet most of the black community be like, yeah, we can. That's fine. We we won't talk about yeah. this anymore. We'll let it go. You gave us the money finally, and we and we you'd be done with it. Money. You don't have to pander anymore. Nobody likes this pandering part. It's just a waste of time.
0: Is, it's it's terrible. Terrible. That
1: part, thank you, Ray. No, for real. We don't it's need
0: like, Mary J. Bly in a McDonald's commercial during Black History Month singing about the chicky fried chicken wrap. We don't need <laughs> that anymore. Okay, we don't need her and her thigh highs talking about oh crispy chicken on a tortilla. <laughs> Our Super Bowl,
1: the Super Bowl performances was besides Eminem, it was. Like the most Black performers I've ever seen on a stage ever in the history of Super Bowl performers. And they were just like, yeah, Black History Month, we're out here doing it with, you know, Snoop Dogg and Mary J and Kendrick and Eminem. And I'm like, it's
0: oh my god what does this all mean like this honestly it's, it's interesting this all ties to like the last episode of Atlanta actually like the last yeah, episode I talks to say about that, but pandering I'm for you specifically to I've already yes. seen it but um it talks yes. about this like specific type of pandering uh and where it's literally just about like you could just pay us and like we don't have you don't have to do all of this and it's like why are you making it so elaborate and so terrible and only gonna bite you in the ass when you could just pay us and we could just live our best lives, do we want to do, survive all that money, make decisions that we make as a community, as opposed to now having to navigate uh, Tom through just why it's not OK that he's decided that in his grocery store, chicken and waffles are going to be half off of, for the month of February. Like, there there, <laughs> we don't have to do all of that, Tom. We could literally just not. And just it could just be done. Just not. <laughs> no,
1: and that's so important. To say that, and I feel like in the ep- in episode four, I feel like you get a glimpse of that when the main character is just driving his car and he's passing the gas station and you see these two black men, you know, putting gas in like, it looked like a Lamborghini because, I mean, he's assuming the money came from a settlement. We really don't know. And he just, the camera kind of leans on his face and it's almost like, almost like a disgust. And I feel like that is the main reason why the people who have the powers be do not want to even try to give out money or attempt to give us wealth in a way that will benefit us because they don't want to see us succeed. And just like what Marla said in the current Atlanta episode that came out this week, it actually kind of talks about that too. They are not going to do that. They're not going to do the most simple thing. They're not going to be mature and smart about it because If they did do the right thing, that means everybody wins. Like the majority of our our community would be thriving and they might, we might do extremely well when it's like it, we become the majority, you know, and they just don't want to lose that power because money is power. Mm -hmm. And so instead of doing the right thing, you know, we, they ignore it. They, they try to erase the history in schools telling people lies, setting us up against, like, making us look like the bad guy constantly. So you get scenes where if a, if a Black person looks like they're doing well or they're in a position of power or wealth, and um, and I'm not talking, like, people who are, like, in executive room or in government, but I'm just talking about, like, your normal Tyrone, you know, somewhere. He, he has a very nice car. He has whatever and you know he just he just is a normal dude and it's like they don't want to see that they they need to see a struggle or they need to see us not doing as well so that everything feels balanced in their eyes and that's why it's very difficult to get to the timeline that we saw on these tv shows because there's just too much at stake um Mm-hmm. with power and imagery and stuff and there's too many people who have been programmed to hate our image that will respond to that too and so this is why we live the way we live right now <laughs> you well
0: know, i think the show i think again it's important that the show i think is shot from the lens of like a white person so like a lot of the things we see i think are exaggerated to like be a reason to not support it, you know like with the idea of reparations, we of course had to get the Shaniqua character who's like this loud black woman because like, oh, you're giving money to Shaniqua for reparations. Do you want to give her money? Oh, look at her and her like cousins. They're, all, they're, all, they're on the front line and they're being aggressive, being aggressive black people. That's what reparations is going towards. Oh, look, all these black people are at this car riding Lamborghinis. That's reparation money. And I think it just goes to like mm-hmm. play on this idea that um, with, giving black people money, they're going to waste it. So why give them reparations? I think is where the argument always goes back to of like, if we give them money, it isn't like they're going to enrich themselves or invest in it. They're just going to waste it on things like expensive food and clothing and cars because that's all they know. So even in the show, when we are given <laughs> this idea reparations, like from start to finish, we're giving this, uh, it's interesting this picture, like he like listens to NPR where they're talking about this is just the right thing to do. Like if I was in the situation, I would do it. And then he like goes to like the Black Raider. And they're like, oh girl, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a buy me a <laughs> brand new car and a new whip. And oh girl, it's going to be so nice. What you, what you getting with your money, girl? And it's like, This literally is this whole like white exceptionalism of like, of course we had to give them money because that's just what I would do if I was in your shoes. And it's like, like (laughs) me being like, oh, yeah, girl, I'm going to get rich off of this girl. It was just it it, it was portrayed in a way that for me, I was like, why is it these black people are being portrayed? So I'm like, oh, they really want it to be like, you're getting money to these people. They don't deserve reparations is the the Mm -hmm. whole mindset around um, a lot of the episode. And then when he finally comes to grips with like giving that money back, we get that last final shot where it's just a restaurant full of people who are all eating uh, and you just kind of don't know who's paying with what money. It's just like, great, this is how it would look. People would just continue their day to day. Some would have more money than others, but it's not going to be like a blatant, like, oh, we're going to buy a $6 million mansion right now. Like, it's probably going to be people investing in themselves and their community in a way that they don't need to tell you about because no one questions white people when they buy yachts and ridiculous, nonsensical alpaca <laughs> farms Florida. or chicken coop farms. We situation no (laughs) one questions them what they do with their money so why is it okay for us to be like "Mm, but what are you gonna do with it black people are you gonna just pay your baby mama more money it's like no 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 it's basically none of your business like what i what i do with the money you owe me
1: and it's hilarious because again the show is atlanta and the story took place in atlanta and if you have grown up in georgia and or the surrounding area atlanta is very similar to la where um there's a lot of just superficial mindsets uh, in the Black community because everybody wants a certain image and stuff. And so I do find it funny that if this was happening, how many of them would not invest in themselves and be the whole, like, real housewife type thing? Because literally, that is a cultural thing in Atlanta of today. You need to look nice. You might not have a lot, like, substance or investment uh uh like great investment ideas but you got that you got that six million dollar house you got that new whip that's the latest you're wearing all the fly clothes like yeah it's 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 a re- like that would probably i mean it's gonna happen if if this was happening that would definitely be a big thing happening of just i'm living like a celebrity but that's and true it's of like,
0: most culture
1: this is true, but I you got those I just white
0: like, teens with their pickup and their little like lift kits. I think it exists in many other cultures. Like, we like, I need to look nice because nice things make me look wealthy. I think it's, a, a, I think it's like a, a very general thing we all do, but I do think there's hyper focus on like black people being extra flashy, where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we all have an idea of how we want to be flashy, especially if you're from the same like tax bracket. Like, you could find the same amount of flashy behavior in the white football team who all like have dads who are buying them like nice lift trucks and Sperry's taking them on these trips. Uh, you, you could find that exact same materialism there that you could find, uh, in your normal hood. But yeah, I think it's this trip.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm like, there's a whole, there's like, there's a reality show genre based on, you know, uh, basically black people who live, Beyond that and maintain that thing And I'm like I wonder if that was Also a thing to consider in How the shots were shot from That perspective because that Can happen but That's Atlanta for you but yeah um, I'm hopeful hopefully We could talk about more future episodes Of Atlanta because I really did want to dive Into the current week of pandering Especially of the food business Because that's, that's a real thing Especially in Oakland that happens A lot but that's another topic for another time
2: um did we want to dive into the
1: johnny depp amber heardness
2: you might want to do that next week because we're on 120 Okay, 120 right no I, that's why oh, I, I want month. to check we're good yeah yeah, yeah okay, I, good. I feel like you i feel like you would go into a very long yeah long little i feel thing like because right so. i'm just gonna be like they're wrong um, at the end do we know when that's gonna like
0: Maybe wrap the trial. Actually, I don't know. Uh, Amber Heard. I think she hasn't she hasn't taken the stand yet.
2: Is she going to?
0: Uh, I think she is. She has a
2: lot to answer for. Her the lying expectation
0: is that the trial is going to last about six weeks, so I think she is oh, going to have her turn. We, I mean, they're both wealthy; they oh, yeah. have a lot of time. I guess this they're like, let's just let's just do this long ass painful thing for the whole world to experience. Yeah, Heard has not yet taken the stand in the trial, which is expected to last six weeks.
2: I have a pitch. Why don't they go on the 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 red table oh, talk thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> shit. It could just be one healing Our ass experience. Dragons. They're both
1: abusive so Let's they might be security guards for both. It's Let's do that. more into like a Jerry Springer situation more than Ritz. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we'll Maybe. But I think That's
0: it's worth a, trying. I, mean, mostly, I, mean, he, I think he Johnny's going back on the stand tomorrow to do his, uh, he has more cross-examination to go through. Mm. Just okay.
1: mess. I'm just like i can't watch most of the stuff because i was just like this is terrible y'all terrible people i feel bad and it's funny because his kids were just like we don't want to be near either of y'all i remember he made a statement saying um his kids were smart to not even like be around amber but then he left out the part about your kids don't want to be around you
2: (laughs) that (laughs) Um, says a lot
1: but anyway it's like i'm good i'm good so much for coming around and talk about all the wonderful things that we talked about today, listeners. Thank you for making our show the number one show in your hour of your day. If you want more of our views or posts, don't forget to hit up our social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and keepforcepodcast.com I nailed it. Um, and with that speed said, stay healthy, stay hydrated, read a book, we'll try. go into the park. See a great movie and keep going.
2: This episode of Queston Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.